Hey, everybody. Welcome to Save Your Sorry. I'm your host, Katrina Rochelle, here with my best friend and co-host, Jose Angel. And this is where we talk about your favorite or rather least favorite celebrities. Now, today, once again, my fellow co-host is taking the lead. How are you? Doing great. Ready to talk about bad celebrities. Oh, this is confirmed bad celebrity. Got me no, already. alleged bad celebrity. Oh, alleged. I was about to say, my hackles are, are, are rising. <laughs> yes, today's episode, we will be discussing Ansel Elgort. Angel, Very weird name. Ansel Elgort. I'm guessing this man ain't from America. He is. He is? Oh, uh-huh. okay. Go ahead and flex those creative muscles with that name. It just sounds like it's a it's definitely like roots in a different um language. Where don't we all have roots? <laughs> Is that a black joke? Uh, no, it's more like unless you're <laughs> you think indigenous. I watch roots. <laughs> <laughs> Anton right. was on the track to be one of the next big stars in Hollywood, but these allegations have derailed his career a little. And we will discuss at the end if it has a loss of impact. Okay, okay. I I know this is the the um you know the, that one movie, the Fallen Stars movie. I, that's the Fallen Our Stars. Yes. Yeah. Never watched it. Never read it. But I know his face was on that poster. Yes. With a teenage pregnant girl. <laughs> <laughs> I, she wasn't pregnant in real life. I know. <laughs> Before we talk about Ansel, let's talk about his roots a little. Mm. Ansel's grandmother on his mother's side was named, okay, I think it's pronounced Ace Greta Hall. I don't know how it's pronounced. She was born in Norway, so not too familiar with the pronunciation. Mm. They all got hard names. (laughs) Anyway, she was born January 17th, 1921, and had dreams of being a fashion designer and graduated from also business school in 1941. And then World War II ruined those plans when the Nazis invaded Norway. Oh, damn. Ace helped her brother-in-law escape Norway. He was Jewish and to Sweden, so he wouldn't be deported to a concentration camp. And then she joined the Norwegian resistance. Her main thing was smuggling Jewish children over the border into Sweden. She was in her 20s, and she would pose as the mother to the children to get them over. That's real selfless at such, like, a young age. It is real selfless, and, I mean, it was putting her life in danger. Yeah, that's great, though. Good roots. Uh-huh. I didn't see how many children's lives she ended up, ended up saving, because getting them out of Nazi-occupied Norway was saving their lives. And you don't want to document. Yeah, but it's estimated that the Norwegian resistance saved over 900 children. So she was a hero and she played part in that. That's great. Unfortunately, she was arrested in 1943 by Nazis and imprisoned at the Falstad concentration camp in Norway for 18 months. Damn. When she was released, the Nazis planned to track her to see if she would go back to the resistance again. But she kind of knew that that's what they were going to do. So she left to Sweden and she worked there where she was safe and she would later move to England and then find herself in New York in 1945. That's a wild ass ride. I know. And I was just thinking like the whole, she left the concentration camp and it's so crazy how some people left. And of course, a lot of people didn't. And yeah, I think she probably would have been killed, but they wanted to like track her to get to the other resistance people. 
Oh, like a link. Uh-huh. Damn, that's even more evil. Yeah. She did a lot of volunteer work and was offered a job at the United Nations, but turned it down to start a family. And she had a daughter named Greta, who was born in 1948. She became a dancer and opera director and married Arthur Eldert, who was born in 1940. Okay. And he is a photographer best known for his work with Vogue. And they had two children before having Ansel. They had Sophie in 1986, who had become a photographer like her father. And Warren in 1989, and he would be a filmmaker. How old is the oldest again? She was born in 1986. I have that in my notes that they started having children around, well, when they had Ansel, his mom was 46 and his dad was already 54. That's what I was thinking. I was like, damn. I looked up Warren's IMBD and they seem like small films, like nothing I really heard of, but, you know, good for him working. Mm-hmm. And... They would have Ansel, who was named after Ansel Adams, a nature photographer. Ansel was born March 14th, 1994, making him a Pisces. And like you said, they had him really late, seemed very successful in their career. So maybe they wanted to wait to start a family. Mm-hmm. I know looking at their interviews with the family, they got married in 1983. And they met on a disco dance floor. Ooh, Studio 54, nasty. <laughs> I don't know how long they were together before they got married, but it's a nice meet cute. Well, yeah, back when disco was popping, yeah. love on the dance floor. It's bright, but it's dark at the same time. <laughs> the music's thumping. Your heart is pumping. Okay, I'm done. When Ansel was nine, his mom took him to try out for the school of ballet, and he was there for five years. This was all so he could get training for musical theater. At 12 years old, he starts taking acting classes at LaGuardia. And he was in some school productions of Hairspray and Dice Dolls and some other plays. The classics. Yes. A few days after his 18th birthday, he was in an off-Broadway play called Regrets. And in 2013, he was in the remake of the movie Carrie. Oh, that's on my list to watch, but I haven't watched the remake yet. Have you seen the original? Oh, of course. Love oh, okay. the original. Yeah, so that's a pretty big role for his first movie role, and I think his first role anywhere. Mm-hmm, because, you know... We're when on re- screen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, introducing you to the the big, the big uh, leagues. Yeah. But, yeah, when they do the remakes, they make sure they tell everybody a fucking about it, so... Yeah. But what really put him on the map was his 2014 movie, Divergent. Divergent was one of those young adult books that were taking the world by storm. They were making into movies. I think at this time, people were still looking for the next Hunger Games or the next Twilight, and it was Divergent. That's exactly what I was about to say. I didn't watch or read the Divergent series once again, but uh, my sister at least watched the movies. And I, once again, only knew American teenage pregnant woman. That's the only person. (laughs) Shailene Woodley. Yeah, that's the only person I knew was in it. I didn't even know he was in that. Yeah. That's a whole series. They played brother and sister, I believe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's real. (laughs) Which the movie was okay, but I don't think it was on the same level as those other two, The Hunter Games or Twilight. Yeah, they were just looking for a new thing. Yeah. Also in 2014, he starred in The Fault in Our Stars, which was a huge movie. 
And you already said you didn't watch that one. No, yeah. I didn't watch uh, the... I got my sad romantic movies, you know? I got my Titanic and my notebook. I don't, I don't need another one. You don't need dying teenagers? Yeah, that sounds sad <laughs> as hell. I don't think I watched it because I don't, for some reason, like Shailene Woodley as an actress. <laughs> you don't? No, I can't explain it. I don't think she's a good actress, which I might be the minority here, but... Even in the show Big Little Lies, her lines mm-hmm. were always brutal to get through. Really? I have to rewatch it because that's, once again, I was going to say, I liked her and the one thing that I've really watched her in, and you recommended Big Little Lies. And I thought she was good in that. But then again, I wasn't paying attention to her. I was just trying to get the whole damn plot. I also think what made it worse is because that teenage show, I forget what it's called, but that you referenced already. Um, Secret Life of American Teenager. Oh, it don't got pregnant. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, I thought pregnant was in the title. Okay, yes, you're right. I remember seeing that, and I thought she was horrible. And I saw (laughs) something else. So maybe it was Fault in the Stars, and I thought she was horrible. And then I saw Big Little Lies, and she's with, you know, Zoe Kravitz, Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Mm. Kidman, all these great actresses. And I just don't think she's up to par. They camouflaged her for me then. Yeah. And it's nothing against her. I haven't looked into her enough to really know if I should hate on her. I just don't like her as an actress. Yeah. Some people don't like her for real, for real, for, I guess, her personal reasons. But yeah, I haven't looked into her either. But I did read the book and I like the book. Okay. Angel went to star in the Divergent sequels, Baby Driver and The Goldfinch. And he's also DJing. His DJ name is Ann Solo, a play on his name in Han Solo. Ooh, good boy, <laughs> talented. That's a terrible name. And he is making a few songs he puts out here and there. My favorite being Supernova. Did you listen to it? Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about the emotional roller coaster I've been on for the last hour. So, first of all, yes, you, which I guess us also talking about it the day before spoiled who you were going to do. Uh-huh. You were like, listen to Supernova. And you texted me that early this morning, actually. I was like, why the hell is he even up? I, I was sleep. very suspicious. <laughs> and then I was like, I should have listened to it right then. I was in a good mood. It would have been great. Wonderful. But no, I didn't listen. So then... um. We're an hour away from recording. And I said, let me listen to this goddamn song. And the beat threw me off. I started laughing because I'm like, what the hell this man going to say on this beat? Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought I was expecting this man to be in a grassy field with a strumming guitar. And then, okay, the song is okay. The be- What makes the song great is the damn chorus. I was it- like, oh, god damn. That's all. Sure, boy. Sure, boy. Got a little jam. <laughs> I was really surprised at how good it was, and when I heard it, and he was also in JID's music video, "Off the Zoinkies," which is great song and great video. And then, okay, so let me finish the rest of the story, okay. which is so <laughs> stupid. So then, I listened. To, I did listen to Supernova. I ain't gonna lie, like three times in a row. I did also watched the video because he was he looked ridiculous in the video. Like, why the fuck are you climbing an isolated staircase? Whatever. 
but um the song was good but then i was like okay jose proved me uh proved himself on this it's a it's a decent song let me finally listen to hereditary by (laughs) (laughs) j.i.d boy it was such a good song but i just like oh this is too close to home i told you that (laughs) this is so sad weeks ago (laughs) exactly my dumb ass should have just kept it at supernova at eight o'clock this morning and not even went down that goddamn rabbit hole but then i was so high on supernova and then i crashed down on hereditary and then i had to re-watch supernova a couple times (laughs) (laughs) yes but yeah um, you were you were right it was it's a good song yeah for those who haven't listened to hereditary by jid i highly recommend it yeah, you have to watch the complimentary sad-ass video. Yes, the video makes it. I think with this case, he has been the person, Ansel, that I've researched that I actually kind of became a fan of as I was researching. Okay. All it's right. a dangerous game we play. We research these people who have done bad stuff or allegedly done bad stuff. And we step away from the light a little bit into the shadows. <laughs> What so, you mean, like we become like judgmental and forget like well, who they are? How I do it, I don't look at the scandal until after I've like digested their their work. Oh, really? Yeah. So some, especially with this one, I become more of a fan, and then I'm like, oh, you know, like so it happens. Oh, yeah, you, yeah. It happens to me like kind of how it happens to the fans of theirs that it comes like crashing down on them. Mm-hmm. Once you get deeper. Yeah. So here is where it starts to turn. Tell me. In 2005 on Complex, an article by Andrew Grutbarrow comes out titled, Ansel Eldor is the biggest accidental douchebag. Accidental douchebag? Yeah. Is there a such thing? And the article, he shares quotes that Ansel has said in other interviews most of them are just humble brags or full-out bragging about his music and DJing. He says stuff like, some nightlife places, people aren't there for the music, and it's depressing. I'm not just a club DJ. I'm a producer. And I'll only DJ when the crowd is there to enjoy the music. Okay. Which is pretentious, but nothing really to get mad about. Especially for a man named Ansolo. <laughs> He says in 2014 GQ interview, I don't really care that some trashy girl like now all of a sudden wants to fuck me. That's not really that interesting to me. Again, he sounds like a douche. Yeah, maybe that needs more context because like that sounds like maybe somebody asked him about like new fans or... He was talking about new fame because this is around the time Divergent and Fault on the Stars is coming out 2014. And plus a lot of your fucking... Fans was teenagers. Why? <laughs> I don't care about those trashy ass fucking teens trying to bang me. <laughs> That's weird to say. Okay. Uh, again, so accidental douchebag. You get the title now. A little bit, yeah. Also in 2014 GQ interview, he says, quote, girls love it when you have some weird nerdy thing in your room. It makes you look less threatening, even though I'm like very threatening. I'm the most threatening guy ever. Okay. Which I, I don't know that if you're had being sarcastic. Be, it has to be because <laughs> saying that shit straight face is crazy. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's like he said it like in my mind it's like a movie where he started off very jovial like yeah it makes you less threatening but I'm threatening the most threatening (laughs) (laughs) dark (laughs) yeah which even in the complex article they use the header of Ansel on being low-key rapey which that quote is giving creeper creepy predator vibes Okay, is there another quote that makes that he he sounds rapey? Just that, like that's a crazy ass term to use <laughs> for somebody's language. Man, that's rapey. That yeah, that's crazy. I see that quote being weird, but I wouldn't call. I wouldn't go that far on that one. Just just saying, not yet. Okay, that's your opinion. Okay, my opinion. Um, yeah, calm down, complex. <laughs> But nothing comes from the art- article, and he's still working. That okay. was 2015 when that article came out. That is until June 19, 2020. Mm. A Twitter user named Gabby posted a long statement on her notes app saying she was sexually assaulted in 2014, a few days after turning 17. And so at the time was 20. She states she is not posting it to Clout Chase, but to heal and know that she's not alone. And Ansel has done it to other girls. Gabby claims she had DM'd him a few days before her birthday, and she really didn't expect a response since she was just a kid and a fan. But he did respond, and he gave her his private Snapchat. She claims Snapchat, bro. Snapchat, the social predators. She claims from there they ended up meeting up and having sex. Gabby says it was her first time, and he knew that. And even though she was sobbing in pain, and didn't want to do it. She says the only words he said were, quote, we need to break you in. She said she disassociated and wasn't there mentally, and it made her think sex was supposed to be like that. Gabby claims Ansel would tell her things like, you're going to be such a beautiful young lady when you get older, and would ask for nudes. She also claimed he wanted to have a threesome with one of her dancer friends who was also underage. And I'm not sure if these comments were before or after the sex took place because it wasn't that clear in the statement Gabby put out. Gabby claims she didn't tell anyone at the time because he told her it would ruin his career. She says she suffered from PTSD and has panic attacks. And she felt like for months after that she was the one who did something wrong. She then posted screenshots and a picture of them together where she's kind of laying on his chest. The post starts gaining attention. A lot of people are calling her a liar or a clout chaser. She kind of has some people believe her when she puts that picture out, though. Because that proves, like, they were together at some point. Mm-hmm. But some are believing her, and some are sharing their stories. One woman named Madison claims when she was 16 living in Georgia, she went on two dates with Ansel, who was 20. She said Ansel knew the age of consent in Georgia, which was 16, which now she finds creepy and predatory. Madison also got in contact pretty much the same way with Ansel that Gabby did. She said she DM'd him and then got his private snap, which is it's Ansolo, his DJ name. She had a few screenshots, but nothing that would really incriminate him besides the first initial conversation before the Snapchat conversation. And she says nothing happened after two days because she was never alone with him. Another woman claims she ran a Divergent fan account page on Twitter when she was 14 in eighth grade. Ansel followed her 
followed their account and they DM'd at first. It was just friendly talk, but then it became sexual and Ansel sent dick pics. And at 14, she didn't really know what was happening. She says she tweeted about it, told some classmates, but then he blocked her and fans called her a liar. She said that he had fans kind of target her, come after her, which I don't know if he did. I don't know if they came after her because she tweeted about it. Again, it's not that clear in her tweets. She says she deactivated the account. She deleted all photos and it was so long ago. And she has made other Twitter accounts since then that she doesn't think she has any evidence. A woman named Esther actually came out a few months before all these allegations, but it didn't resurface until Gabby made her claims. Esther actually added him on Twitter and says, it's in French, but it has been translated. And it says, at Ansel Elgort, I know that you still follow me. You remember when you sent me this when I was 15 and you were 21. And attaches some screenshots where Ansel is saying, don't tell your parents they were get mad when he comes to London. He wants her to come to his hotel room and kiss him, but she can't tell a soul. Otherwise, he would be in so much trouble. And some other screenshot says, I wish you were older and asking her if she wanted to send him something sexy. Oh, Jesus Christ. Is there more stories before now, I say anything? This, those are the main ones that I found. Uh, and these all are on Twitter. Well... This is a toughie. I used to come out guns a-blazing about, fuck them. They're trash. Terrible. But then I always be hearing you in my ear chirping that allegedly. But it seems like she he even has a story where the girl confirms his Snapchat account and confirms she was with them. He never did anything to her because they were never alone. His, uh, what's it called? His MO was all the same leading up to it as the previous girls. And I think besides the one who ran the Divergent fan account, all had screenshots that pretty much said the same thing. Here's my private snap. It's on solo. Don't tell anyone. Snapchat is like a sexual predator breeding ground. Even more so now that it's a dead app. It's so much, just people ain't paying attention on that bitch. So I can imagine back when, then. And then it's also that whole him targeting teenagers, allegedly targeting teenagers that are teenagers, but in these dumbass states where these laws haven't changed, their age of consent is is at the level he, he's contacting contacting them at like 17 or 16 Mm -hmm. even though he's like three four five years older and it's still inappropriate and that whole uh, i wish you was older you want to see me something sexy what what the fuck is that Uh, i I think that's where his supporters are gonna say it's the age of consent like he was 20 she was 17 it's not that bit of a difference oh but it's a big deal it is and I mean, these are fans of his. They're, you know, I don't think they really expected him to respond in the first place. And Gabby's whole story. I think hers is the most damning because Madison's story, you know, she was 16. They went on two dates. Nothing inappropriate really happened. Besides Mm -hmm. him being 20, she was 16. Him scouting out little high school children. The other ones, they can't really prove any of the other things happened. Gabby at least can prove that they were together at one point and 
It's really hard to say, you know, the only person that was there in the room with them was those two people. She's saying she was sobbing when they had sex for the first time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he would say the same thing, that she was sobbing, if his story would be the same as hers, which I know it's not going to be the same. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if, so, he, if he were to, yeah, if you were to confirm that, he would change the story completely to sound like it was all consensual. Where this is his response. Oh, damn, you got a response. I do. Ansel did respond with an Instagram post that states, and I'm just going to read it for what it says. So this is his quote. Quote, I cannot claim to understand Gabby's feelings, but her description of events is simply not what happened. I have never and would never assault anyone. What is true is that in New York in 2014, when I was 20, Gabby and I had a brief legal and entirely consensual relationship. Unfortunately, I did not handle the breakup well. I stopped responding to her, which is immature and a cruel thing to do to someone I know. This belated apology does not absolve me of my unacceptable behavior when I disappeared. As I look back on my attitude, I am disgusted and deeply ashamed of the way I acted. I am truly sorry. I know I must continue to reflect, learn, and work to grow in empathy. You, is, is that the end? That's the end. He did that shit. He did it all. Confirm. <laughs> it, it's locked in. Fuck Supernova. Fuck on Solo. He did that shit. You know why? You know why? Do you why? Know why? First of all, the evidence must have been overwhelming because he had to confirm the relationship. Check. I don't care if it was legal or not. You're nasty. You're scouting, you're scouting high school girls. Okay. Check. Confirm. You're nasty, Ansel. Number two, he gave us a whole bunch of flowery, flowery words and filler, but what he was really saying is, or what he his statement was trying to paint her as is, this is a woman scorn, a little girl who got her feelings hurt because I ghosted her and she's now getting back at me by saying I did something that I didn't do. Yeah. Because the whole, oh, I can't begin to uh, understand her feelings because she's a liar. And I, we had a brief relationship in this brief moment of time and I left her hanging and oh my gosh, I did that. And that was wrong, but she is still lying. Uh huh. Like he makes that clear. Very clear, man. He did that. Cause then all the other, why, first of all, let's, let's, let's address the, the elephant in the room, a brief legal relationship. Why are you having brief legal relationships with 16, 17 year olds, bro? Yes. Let's talk about that. Why are you going to such a lower power dynamic? Yeah. So or he's a lower pre- age so to have a power dynamic. He's pretty much saying it was all because he goes to Gabby and she's a woman scorned. And that's mm-hmm. why she made these claims. Mm-hmm. Also, I want to note that he put in New York in there. And I think that is just so we know it was legal. And he even says it was legal. It is nasty. He did it, man. So you do be having these secret nasty ass Snapchats. That's what it also confirmed for me. <laughs> you confirmed that indirectly as well, because she said that y'all were talking through Snapchat. So did the other people. If on solo is your name, you're confirming that is your name, confirming that those are your messages. That's how this, that's how you talk. That is what you do. 
Predator confirmed. Also, his apology or whatever you want to call his statement is only directed to Gabby and not to any of the other other women who have come forward. He does not and has not since acknowledged any of the other allegations. Yeah, because uh, th- that woman had a picture of him. Yeah. That that shit instantly, like, lie your way out of this one, I'm side. <laughs> and I think she posted the picture because she was receiving hate from people, you know, not believing her. Yeah, because with all these, I mean, women too, but especially with these men, these men... Some, I mean, of course, some of them attract regular, normal fans. And then some of these men attract the worst bottom-feeding women yet and ever did see. The the pygmies of the the scorched earth. A lot of teenagers, too. Easily impressionable. Uh Just want to be seen. Just want to say something that will get them noticed. A.K. or not even A.K., some are just bitches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was in high school too. I can recognize it. Also, Gabby, and I think all besides maybe one of the other women, have since deleted their tweets. I don't know if they were tired of the hate. I don't know if there was a settlement or a threat of legal action or if they were retracting their statements. But at this point, we just don't know. It seems like these were regular women now who were teenagers back when this happened, but are women. And it, they were just telling their stories. I mean, it didn't seem like they were trying to get monetary gain uh-huh. or trying to get retribution in form of him being arrested because they didn't file charges and they weren't. It didn't exactly. Maybe they were looking for money up front because they didn't hire lawyers to release press releases or anything like that. So I feel like if they deleted their tweets, it had to be because. At least they told their story. It was out there. Even if they deleted it, you you, it's you still can't lose a tweet. Exactly. And they probably were getting a lot of hate. And then you have oncoming fans or oncoming assholes searching, finding that tweet or the, that, those accounts to send hate as well. So it becomes a thing of, well, I've accepted it. I've told my story. I'm not changing it. But let me at least delete this and move forward. It could be that sort of thing I've, I would view it as. Yeah, I do think the reason these allegations didn't make a bit of a splash is because it was all over Twitter. Like you said, there were no lawsuits. There was no press conferences, no interviews, just a few tweets. Not saying these women need to do that, but I think people are less likely to believe allegations when they are just over social media, which these women were just regular people. This is the only way they have to get their voice out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, maybe it was the way it was it was worded or the time. Maybe something more pressing was going on. I don't know. I mean, it was 2020. That is yeah. the whole pandemic. So it could have been that dominating the news. But yeah, because there's some things that happen on Twitter, like literally man- manifest and happen on Twitter that turn into a whole Twitter inside joke or inside story or piece of history, but it stays on Twitter. And then you have some things that start on Twitter that become larger than life and end up being reported in actual national news. And that should have been one, like you said, but something obviously just didn't break through the barrier. Maybe also 
they had a way of suppressing it from getting to the the bigger news markets. I also find it odd or weird or I just don't know what to make of it, but I want to point it out. All these allegations stem from around 2014. Why that time period? Was it that was when he was at his biggest with Fault of Our Stars and Divergent that he had access to these younger fans? Mm-hmm. Or Ansel does have a longtime girlfriend named Violetta. They dated from 2012 and they are still together. But they did have a brief five-month breakup in 2014 and got back together in 2015. If these allegations are true, could this be like a contributing factor? He was single and hooking up with these younger girls. I don't know, but they are weird factors that come into play. Yeah, because you also don't know what broke them up and what put them back together. Yeah. But do you do know is that this man is becoming very famous, very fast, and for what? Teenage movie roles. And that opens him up to, of course, the vulnerable, innocent fan base of children and teenagers. And even if this man was single, married, engaged, whatever, he knowingly took advantage and it looks like even targeted his fans by if 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 what was said is true by contacting that divergent fan page. Um, he used his access to get what he wanted as well. So it don't matter if he was single, uh, di- divorced, married, whatever. He's, he was still plotting because yeah. what he did don't take no. I mean, yeah, you could find somebody at the drop of a hat, but trying to reel in a teenager, that that ain't no spur of the moment plan. That's some plotting. I do want to stress before we move on from these allegations that these are just allegations and any theories or opinions are just our opinions. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Because you you never know, but we could know. I am leaning more towards. I I don't know. I feel it. I know a lot of people won't agree with me, but I do. I don't like the whole twenty and seventeen. I know it's not that bit of an age gap, but I don't like twenty and eighteen either, and that's legal. Legal. The whole deleting the tweets thing is weird to me, but I can't say. <clears throat> that I blame them for deleting their tweets. Like, I'm not going to say that takes away from their credibility just because they've deleted their tweets. Yeah, because I... It's 50-50 on that, but I don't always... I believe that a deleted tweet doesn't always mean retracting. Yeah, and a lot of these women, I think, deleted their whole profile. So they just started a new one. So it could just be to get away from the hate. That too, yeah. Sometimes you got to go invisible nowadays because people will still try to find you. Change your name, they be on your ass because they ain't got nothing else to do. Something that is unique to the situation is Ansel already had a huge movie filmed and that was West Side Story. Mm-hmm. West Side Story was done filming in September of 2019 before any of these allegations ever came to light. And 
Because of COVID, like with a lot of other movies, it kept being pushed back. People who believe these allegations were calling for him to be recast, which probably would have happened if the movie wasn't already, you know, signed, sealed, and delivered. Yeah. We always have to wait and see if celebs can make a comeback, and his was kind of gifted to him. Once It's like a, it's a built-in classic. It's a, a reboot. It's a remake. It's a motherfuckers want to see it because they're a fan of the story so yes it's like oh this picture did good and you got dumbasses like that's because ansel ansel was in it and he was so great and he really drove up nah motherfucker people like west side story <laughs> there were people that were mad but it didn't stop the movie from coming out ariana debose i believe it's pronounced who played anita said quote Nobody really know what's going on in anyone's head. Only the person who were involved in that situation know what actually went down. Plain it safe response. No, nah, that's a plain it dumbass response. He was forking a 17-year-old. Which Whether, was legal. But, it, but the thing is, people say that. But pe- what people won't say is that you'll give your 16, your 17-year-old sister, cousin, daughter, nephew, niece to a 23 one 22 year old person you ain't gonna you ain't gonna hand your teenager on no silver platter like that so people can y'all people can say legalities all up in my face and try to argue that logic but some age gaps is unexcusable i don't care about these i mean law these laws are ancient they got laws where you can't even step on the grass your ass will for real get arrested (laughs) there's laws i mean they had to abolish the whole motherfucking military running running up in your house unannounced law like these laws are old and and are to service men especially these nasty men who back in the day were 20 30 40 50 and kept getting six and seven more wives younger and younger after the next and getting them pregnant and having them taking care of the other child after the mother dies or they kick the mother out, or they beat them to death, and all this other stuff. It's like, I don't know. I just went on a whole tangent. I don't even know where I'm. I I, I went. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was on a train, and I didn't get off at my right stop. <laughs> but it's just like people say that whole it was legal. But the thing is, if it was legal and there was nothing wrong with it, it would be something that you wouldn't be afraid to talk about. And in this case, okay, he ghosted her if we're believing his side of the story. So he wouldn't talk about this openly. But what I'm saying is that if you constantly are talking to 16 and 17 year olds and they're in their state where that's legal and you're not advertising that, obviously there is something that you feel might be wrong. Obviously, society still has problems with that. It's not a it's a frowned upon thing. And I don't and. If that picture wasn't there, he I don't think he would have addressed her. And I think that's why he only addressed her. And that's why he probably got back with his longtime girlfriend after he did all his shenanigans, because it's good to have a shield. Like somebody to say, oh, my God, he wouldn't do that. He's been with old girl for blah, 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 blah. Not knowing these people got like contracts together where they be faking relationships. But that, like I said, I went on three different tangents. I'm sorry. <laughs> Rita Moreno. Rita Moreno. Who Marino. played Anita in the original and plays a new character, Valentina, in the remake, says, 
quote, I think it would have been absolutely horrendous and wrong for anyone to take sides in that matter. It's not for me to make those judgments. Rita, it's not the first time she insists I might not agree with. It won't be the last. And Rachel Ziedler, who played Maria, says, quote, we made a movie two and a half years ago, and a lot has gone on in the world since then. A lot has changed very publicly and privately as well. There's been a lot of awakening. You just hope that people involved are okay, that that the, are asked in a respectful manner, and that they are given the opportunity to answer for themselves. Now that's a play in the safe answer because she just said a whole bunch of shit I didn't even understand because <laughs> she didn't even really answer anything. We have grown. Um, we have evolved as a nation, also individually. People go through growth stages, you would say, like light hitting a plant. Photosynthesis. We change. <laughs> Please respect us. Yeah, she could be talking about in the. You hope that the people involved are okay. She could be talking about Ansel. You should be talking about the alleged victims. Talking about the Ukraine. <laughs> And I got these quotes from BuzzFeed. Steven Spielberg, who directed the movie, has declined to comment. I see it. <laughs> Smart Steven, but I stupid. Well, he kind of is able to decline to comment. I don't know if these women who are doing press tours for it are that able to. That's true. I only say it's stupid because I just like when people pick like they say something and they stand on it i don't like the backer outers i mean but whatever it's smart because if you don't say nothing nobody can be against you (laughs) (laughs) i see a lot of people who think ansel is guilty of these allegations say that he was bad in the movie which if you truly believe that okay he's saying bad he had to bad whatever i don't think that's true but i think calling his performance garbage is more harmful than it's helpful it makes it seem like people who do bad things are just going to perform horribly. And I think that's why when allegations come out, people don't believe it. They're, they want to be like, but they were so good in that movie or song, or they're so talented. How could that possibly happen? And I think this podcast has proven you can say, yes, they were great. Yes, they were talented, but they are also guilty of doing horrible things. Bad people are going to perform well sometimes and good people are going to perform bad sometimes. Your moral standings do not correlate to your talent. I 100% agree. And that is something that I don't like as well with the industry, whether it's music, movies, or television. It's like these accidental, on-purpose douchebags, assholes, (laughs) idiots, whoever, they do these sometimes alleged and then sometimes confirmed terrible things right mm-hmm. and it's just like but they rap so well they sing so well they act so well i mean th- their talent should be like they keep putting them in shit and it's like well um what's that whole thing it's like the whole maybe this isn't the same correlation but it makes me think of like the whole r kelly thing that's what i was thinking of r kelly as we know, not every song that he wrote or sung was great, but he is a great songwriter and singer. And it's like he raped and groomed children. That's the truth. 
And it's now what came a convicted his ass is in prison truth. But people are still talking about um like but he he's a uh he's a good singer. We're still gonna play his stuff. We're gonna do, but it's like he was doing that stuff since he came onto the scene. That's what his music is about. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. I went somewhere else with it, but it's just like that that whole their art should be preserved because they're talented. I don't believe in that sometimes is basically what I'm saying. It's a long way to get around that. You sometimes mm-hmm. got to erase history or maybe just move forward with history and let's just let's spotlight. Let's put these other people on who ain't done this nasty shit. Like there's so many opportunities that I think were given to people like Charlie Sheen or R. Kelly or Shia LaBeouf that could have been given to other people who could have done the same or better with it. But because these are uh, troubled people that do good work, they keep getting chances. I don't know. That's true. I'm, I I don't know if I 100% agree about erasing what they did, though. Yeah, that's what I meant. Not erasing, because the thing is, history happens. It has to be documented. But stop living in the past, maybe. Yeah, we can. Uh, I think you can acknowledge R. Kelly or whoever in the situation is great. I mean, Trapped in Applause, it's amazing. But that does not mean you have to support him. Yeah. And then they keep saying, well, I'm a listen. I'm a do But all you're doing is feeding that predator's pockets, that and- that team's pockets like the people are only thinking about it on a surface level and not the deeper it's funding their bad lifestyle what they do with their money to themselves or others that's where it comes like tricky i think with musicians it's a little bit easier if they're like the only person benefiting from it but even then they're not the only person like with movies you have a whole cast and crew it's like yeah yeah you're right should all those people suffer because this one person was in this film i it's a gray area. Yeah. In that case, when that shit's already been, like you said, it's cut already. He was in it. You kind of can't expect them to lose out on that because, th- yes, you're affecting a lot of people, not even on screen talent. You're affecting a lot of people's paychecks. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's it's a oopsie. It's a do better. It's a move on. But if you have a chance to correct a mistake and maybe make this person accountable for the actions by not making them the lead role of the next Marvel fucking blockbuster hit. I feel like, yes, you can make changes. That's where we leave off with Ansel. It seems like with the trailer, they used him as little as possible. I don't know if that was intentional, like trying to hide him. At first, it did seem like he was not doing that much press, but I have watched some interviews with him promoting the movie. So maybe they were testing the waters a little bit before having him promote it. I don't know. With West Side Story, it did severely underperform. But I don't think that's because of Ansel. I think it was going against Spider-Man, No Way Home, and the movie Encanto. It came in third in the box office, but it didn't really stand a chance against those other two. I mean, Encanto? (laughs) Yeah. That's the shit, man. It was never going to win. No, it was never going to win. And I don't know if Ansel... Ansel had his comeback already because it was given to him with West Side Story. It COVID gave him, you know, that's a good benefit that he had for himself, that it was already done. It was ready to be out there and 
people didn't get that upset. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he deserves to be in movies, though. I I feel like with other cases, I am more believing that I still believe women. I still think you should believe women because the number is so very low on false reports. But I I don't know. I just I kind of have doubt about this one. And I don't it's maybe because it's only one Twitter statement. Like I can't, you know, she didn't further explain it. She didn't mm-hmm. and should she have to? I don't know. It's just like an inner tor- turmoil with myself. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know, man. You're just the woman who's been on six different topics. So I'm not sure where I land. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's that whole, it's a great area. Because here's the thing, right? First of all, I don't think we truly know if he made a comeback. I don't think you're going to know for another, like, few months. I did think this helped him, though, yeah. Yeah, you got to see what's going to happen after the reception of West Side Story. Is he going to book something else? Is he still doing interviews? Is this man in post or pre-production of something else? So I don't think we'll know for sure. Because the thing is, I thought fucking Charlie Sheen was dead. And then I just read some fucking story. This man's in talks to be on on TV again. So I said, was, okay, we recorded that Charlie Sheen episode before we recorded the Lou Perlman episode. Uh-huh. And I said in that episode, I think he's going to make a comeback. And then when I saw that in the news before we released the episode, I was like so angry. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was for sure this man was finally going to bow out. No, you could tell he was he was popping his head out. I'm like, oh, he's about to do something. Yeah. And Angel was popping his head out too. December 21st, not December 21st, December 2021. That's when he went back on Instagram after his little break. He's been more out there especially if he's still with old girl he still got his little shield yeah um all he got to do is not act inappropriate i don't know they're gonna give i I mean hollywood probably is gonna put him in something else uh he probably won't be like you said the robert pattinson he was supposed to be but i feel like he'll still be in movies uh but i do think that he is definitely a, a wolf in sheep's clothing with the way that he contacted those women or allegedly contacted the other women, but contacted well, who was the one he responded to Grace Madison, Madison Grace, Gabby, Gabby, damn it. Or the way he responded to Gabby and the way he interacted with Gabby. He clearly knew the, what the deal was. So I don't he, know. He I can't say the, for sure to cast them out like you said either. I don't know. He knows the consent like law. So at that, if you are gun ho, uh, a 20-year-old should not be with a 17-year-old. Then right there, that's proven, you know, you could cancel him, you could not support him, you could do that. But is his story of he ghosted her and she's mad, is that true? I don't know if I believe that. I don't believe that either. So I don't know, I guess. Oh, no, I don't believe him. I just don't. You Like you said, when you don't have full concrete evidence about everything, it's just like, man. I don't know. But if he did what the women said he did, then yes, I definitely don't think he needs to be in shit else. But nobody fucking knows. And like you said, nobody is fully putting this man on blast. I had never heard anybody 
say anything bad about this man until you brought him up. I didn't even think he had didn't done something fucking wrong. I was like, this is the topic. What the fuck did the fault in our stars <laughs> man do? Yeah. So, I mean, if anything, I hope this episode brings attention. People can make their own decisions, but yeah, I, I, I just go back and forth with it. I, I don't know if how, where I land, honestly. We had a conflicted ass episode on our hands. I know, and this I feel like because you kind of made me conflicted. I was gung ho off his ass, and then you real once again Be- reeling me in. Because okay, let's just dissect the Gabby situation for a moment. Mm-hmm. If she was, if she was sobbing as she says she was, then yes, that's rape. If you know he knew that she did not want it. But if in his eyes she was just uncomfortable, I see it. It's, oh, look because, at you! You're stepping on the eggshells, I, baby. Because I don't want to. Because consent is such a weird thing when you're actually already doing it. Like I don't want to defend him if he is a rapist, but I, I, I think he's, I think he's definitely a. a now, yeah, I'm a stand firm. I think he's a predator. The I, way that he did those girls I, and the time period that he did it, he strategically was single yeah. on it. The strategic way that he contacted them through that dumbass messaging app where all your pictures and your messages di- disappear after a day. The fact that they were all under 18, or at least Gabby was, the fact that she had proof, and the fact that you felt like you couldn't contact her anymore after you had had sex with her. Tell I, I he I and the fact that you didn't have sex with the girl that you couldn't get along with, but you still contacted her the same way. Yeah, case closed. That man's a predator. Don't put him in any movies except for PSAs. I for guess I could say he is a predator in my eyes because I do think twenty dating a seventeen year old is a predator, even though it's legal. In my eyes, I still feel that it's a predator. So you know, it's predator behavior. Mm-hmm. And that whole thing where these girls who were teenagers when it happened wait a few years until they're like college aged or a way out of high school makes sense because, okay, I ain't gonna say names, but of course we went to high school together. We were in different star homeroom classes, as they call it, I guess. Correct? Uh-huh. And we had different friend groups with our homeroom classes. And I was friends with a few girls uh, in particular who they, we, and I'm talking about, we would talk, we really got into this type of talk sophomore and junior year where my friends, my 15, 16, 17 year old friends were dating and having sex with 20 year old men and older. And because of our warped, mindset and because people weren't really I mean I knew better but I wasn't knowing better to talk to my friends about it it was just like girl you doing that (laughs) but I I wasn't really like I was like well they gonna do what they gonna do but I didn't see it for how disgusting it was until I was officially like 18 years old like why are these men looking for us children we're doing homework we got classes we got bedtimes and shit. What do they see in us 
to be with us and not people their own age. It was it sometimes you're not thinking about that in high school and you have to get out of that mindset, experience, learn more, be around people who are not a part of that type of culture to really get out, to wake up and feel, oh, this wasn't your fault. You didn't go looking for this. This person was looking for you and they were looking for you because they knew you didn't know no better. Yeah. Okay. So if I that makes sense. I, I, I can say he's a predator then. I, I don't know why I'm hesitant on it because everything like I think of, I'm like, yeah, well, that's predator behavior. That's a predator right there. So I don't even know why I'm hesitant. Well, yeah. done, done. Case we, closed. We, we have agreed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Okay. You know, sometimes we just got to talk shit out, bro. I know. <laughs> um, we do like to end every episode on a positive note with something we want to talk about, discuss, recommend shit on. Do you want to go first? Oh, uh, sure. Mine's is going to be a song as it always is. Okay. So, um, Supernova. I can't fucking listen to the song no more. Oh my god, this man was talking to teenagers like, "Hey, listen, Supernova." That chorus was so fucking good, though. Fuck him, Han Solo, on Solo. Anyway, my media is like a movie slash show. I mean, slash song. So, um, this. So, I'm not a particular religious person. I have grown up around religion. Uh, I have grown up going to church occasionally and different things of that nature. Um, but for some reason, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I really do connect with music of all types, but particularly gospel. Like when I want to get in touch with like my feelings inside or I want to feel reassured or if I want to feel hopeful, the first thing I do is actually turn on gospel um which is surprising to me but not really because i just it's something i connected the message in their voices and all together and it, it just soothes me but anyway i've known about a lot of different gospel artists gospel songs but for and i've heard the name karen uh clark shield sheer sheared i can't say her last name and i've heard of the clark sisters but i never honestly listened to the clark sisters for some reason, and they're a gospel group made of sisters. So early or mid-2021, Lifetime did a biopic like they did on Whitney and Aaliyah. They did a biopic on uh, the Clark sisters, and I watched it, and it was really good, very informative, uh, stuff I didn't know. I knew cultural references, memes that go around on Twitter. I, w- I-, I kind of was informed. Anyway, they have this song called um, Blessed and Highly Favored. And for some reason, when I, in the last week, went through this hard time of like getting my life together after getting into an accident and rearranging my priorities and getting everything straight, you need something to focus on and you need something to pinpoint to help lift you up when Bitch, you just you're just feeling down in the dumps. So, like I said, I turn on the gospel, listen to my regular songs, but then I got to the Clark Sisters, clicked on that, listened to Blessed and Highly Favored, and it just really spoke to me as far as their lyrics of just being connected to the Lord and knowing that no matter what, you being alive, you having this connection, you being able to speak, sing, feel, it's you're you're blessed. 
and highly favored. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's a good song. They have great voices. They complement each other. Um, it's just a good song all around. Uh, so if you don't listen to the Clark sisters, you don't listen to gospel. Yeah, I would give that song um, a try or um, any gospel song any uh, from any artist because just the soulfulness and the message, even if you don't believe in those beliefs, something sometimes just resonates with you. And that's just how I feel. That was really uh, a ramble, but you you got my point. Love that for you. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, bro. How about um, yourself, sir? Yeah, I like gospel music now and then. Um, I, I don't think I have any particular ones. I've never walked into your apartment with you cleaning with gospel on. I feel like the Carter family do a lot of gospel. Who's the Carter family? Like June Carter, like Appalachian. That's called Christian music. (laughs) 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 Yeah. White gospel. No, because I think there's a difference. Oh, there is. Yeah. Between Christian music and gospel. Yeah, I had to listen to June Carter. I wanna I wanna see the Carter family. Or the car okay, the Carter family. I have to see how it sounds, but okay. I mean it's a bunch of Jesus songs. Jesus (laughs) loves me. Um, but my media for this one is gonna be a little bit of a hot take. Oh, I'm ready to hear it okay. and receive it. Mine is West Side Story. And the new one we just started, we was talking about? <laughs> We're okay. I, <laughs> I, I did, can't fucking take you. It's not as a hot take after we start. I did watch the new one this week for uh-huh. research purposes. And I loved it. West Side Story has always been one of my favorite musicals. I do believe the old one is better than the new one. The new one is a lot more colorful. It's a lot more beautiful to look at. But I think the songs and the dancing are better in the first one. And I think that's kind of what you go for a musical for. Mm -hmm. The one song that I will give the new one that it did better was A Boy Like That, which is... Yes, yes, that was definitely done better. Have you seen West Side Story, either one? No. Okay, we're hashtag spoiler alert. Oh, damn. A Boy Like That is after Bernardo kills, no, after Tony kills Bernardo. So Maria's boyfriend kills her brother. Oh, my God. The first one didn't show this. The original one, not original, but the other movie did not show this part. But while Anita is at the morgue, at the board identifying Bernardo's body, Anita's the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Maria is getting her freak on with Tony. Uh, Mere hours after he killed her. Does she know though? She knows. Oh, Maria, you're oh, you're nasty. He comes in and she's like, no, no, how could you? And then they have sex. And then and this, oh my god, it was one of those. And then in this one, Anita comes home from the morgue and she's like, Maria, we have to talk because I don't think she knows that Maria knows that Bernardo's dead. And she was getting it in the... And then she sees mm. Tony sneak out the window. And in this one, she slaps Maria. And then they start seeing a boy like that. 
Uh, I just got so heated during this time. I think when I was younger, it's like more romanticized in the first movie. But in this mm-hmm. one, it was like this bitch, this bitch. And then if you never, I'm sh- have you heard the sound of boy like that? No. Okay. Well, sing look, it. Give me, give me a little bit of it. I'm not gonna sing it. But Come part on. of it, Maria says, "You should know better. You were in love, or so you said." And it's like, bitch, do not gaslight Anita after you are sleeping with your brother's killer. Yeah, that's fucked up. Maria, nasty. It really got me heated. And I think they did a real good job at that song. The other songs, I think the original did better, but this one, I like better. Um, And West Side Story is probably my favorite musical of all time. Followed by Sweeney Todd, followed by Across the Universe. I haven't seen a lot of musicals, and I really want to get into them more. So if you guys have recommendations, please send them in so I can watch them. Mm. Or if you guys know a podcast that talks about musicals, I would like to listen to that too. Mm. Does musicals like, okay, do like Mary Poppins and the Sound of Music count as musicals? I don't know. I'll allow it if they sing. Okay. Well, then mine would be like, Dream Girls number one. Oh yeah. Number two would be Mary Poppins, and number three would probably be Sweeney Todd. Sound of Music is just like an honorable mention, just for no a dear a female. De-. Like bitch, that's a song right there. Otherwise, I don't really care for the Sound of Music at all. Dream Girls might be number five for me. I think Grease beats out Dream Girls. I will never in my life ever watch that Grease shit. Ever in my Why? life. Never, never, ever, never in my life. Nope. Fuck that shit. Trash. Why are y'all all 75 years old playing high school people and these dumbass songs and the bitch is smoking a cigarette and you're 16? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you continue, have you seen the movie? Grease? Yeah. Yes, I've seen the biggest parts of Grease. Have you seen the movie all the way through? Enough of the movie. Now answer the question. It's a yes or no question. It's a yes or no question. I've never pressed play on Grease and watched it. Okay, then I don't. I don't want your opinion. Uh, Well, everybody else, Grease (laughs) is exactly what the name is. It's greasy ass shit. You always give your opinions on movies you have not seen, and I don't think that's right. No, in this case, sometimes I haven't seen them, but I've actually seen a fair amount of Grease. I just didn't continue watching it because it was trash. I ain't going to see something 20 minutes in, 30 minutes in, 40 minutes. And I'm about, nah, I ain't about to finish that. Even look at me. I'm Sandra D. I like Stockard Channing, but not in Greece. Huh. Every time I walk into a room or something, or if I feel like people are talking to me, I always go and I say, are you making fun of me? Because that's what Sandy says when she gets up the restroom. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how it goes, but my mama always quotes the Grease goddamn song. What did she say about her her dirt, her pit, her boobs? I don't know. That song, whatever she sings. My mama always sings that. All I right. think we're talking about the same song. Oh, okay. See, I didn't even know what it was called. But yeah, my mama always recites that song to me. She likes Grease low-key, I think. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, but I do want to see more, I think. Chicago's on my list. I really want to see. Oh, shit. Take off Sweeney Todd. Chicago's number three. Sweeney Todd's four. I fucking forgot. He had it coming, bro, just for that. And the only reason I want to watch Chicago is because I remember some SNL skits that, like, parried it. Parried it. <laughs> they turned you off of it? 
No, they made me want to watch it. Oh, okay. The opposite. Okay. Um, but that's all off for my media. That was good media. As far as like Broadway shows, I need to maybe watch some more. I have Across the Universe on my list because you told me years ago to watch that too. Yeah, I if you're a Beatles fan, I think you'll like it. I like you know what it is as time went on. I've liked a couple Beatles songs, but you know, it was one of those cases. I didn't know that it was Beatles. I didn't know it was a Beatles song. And they have a gospel-ish version of Let It Be. I did watch that clip because, yeah, that was good. Uh-huh. And All it's right. gospel because it's black. <laughs> <laughs> According to your standards. I did not know that's that was not my only That's thing. what you said. But I, no, that is... That is true. I did imply that. It's just the Carter family. Something tells me about that name. They're not cranking out gospel. They're cranking out Christian music. <laughs> I know that there are some white people who do gospel, but I know the Carter family is not providing gospel. Well, I don't know the technical terms if it's gospel or not, so right. I'm not going to we'll argue ha- about it. <laughs> we'll have that next week. we got to look up the definition of gospel. <laughs> All right. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Uh, please leave us a review. Please share. Please subscribe. Please rate us five stars. If you're going to reach out to us, all of that's going to be listed down below mm-hmm. in the description. So you can do that there. Um, by the time this episode is out, we should have a second episode on our Patreon about medias that are controversial that we like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's the episode. I can't remember it, but I don't, <laughs> I think I was on some tangents on that one too. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> but that'll be on our Patreon, which is $4 a month. Okay, thank you so much. Oh, and our first episode was over the Queen of Rap. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for listening. It's been wonderful. Have a wonderful day. Bye. See ya. Come to share the song. If only. Okay. <laughs> I had to get that out. It scared me. I thought it was a witch. <laughs>